This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It's hour five of the G-Bag Nation here, 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a terrific day as Bobby Belt, our Cowboys insider, joins us now here in the G-Bag Nation. And a good evening, Bobby. Uh, thanks for joining us. What you drinking and what you thinking? Uh, I just finished a uh, Coke Zero, uh, and I'm thinking that Sunday at 5.30, uh, or actually 3.30 for me in the Pacific time zone, can't get here soon enough. Oh, yeah, I know that's right. Do you believe the Cowboys will win, or are you hopeful? Or, or, uh, what, what, do you, what do you think about how the Cowboys match up and their chances of getting the dub? I, I think San Francisco's a better football team. Uh, I'm picking San Francisco to win. Uh, I think it'll be a close game, but I also wouldn't be stunned if the Cowboys won this game. Like, I think they, they can go out there and play a game that's good enough to beat the 49ers. Like, that wouldn't be totally outrageous. But uh, I just think that the, the 49ers, to me, have been pretty consistently the best team in the NFL over the last, like, two months. And so um, – you know, I, I don't think that there's the same sort of disparity in terms of physicality that was present last year for the Cowboys that proved to be such a detriment to them. But uh, still a game where I'm going to take the 49ers, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if we're, you know, flying home on Sunday night and uh, the Cowboys are heading to the NFC Championship game. And if they do get there, if the Cowboys beat the 49ers, I think they go to the Super Bowl. Bobby, are you more nervous about McCaffrey or Bosa? Uh, McCaffrey, probably. Um, just because I, you know, we, we've seen at times and it's, it's not been like a problem that's plagued them all season. Like it did in 2020. Um, it's been a little more spotty, but we, we've seen that some of these, you know, shifty backs and some of the misdirection and everything else can cause problems for that defense sometimes. And I'm hoping Leighton Vanderush being back is something that'll cover over some of that. Um, but McCaffrey worries me more just because I, I, I feel like, we're going to be sitting here on Sunday and, you know, you'll have gotten a third and 11 and all of a sudden there's some like, you know, cleverly designed screen to McCaffrey that picks up 12 and you're yeah. just going to be depleted. Whereas with Bosa, he, he's very good. I, I think he's something that somebody that they're going to have to focus on, but I, I don't know that Bosa is going to be able to just completely deflate the team the way, you know, Christian McCaffrey can with the way he plays. Bobby, I've seen uh, Jason Peters being ruled out for this game, and, and San Francisco's beat writers have taken that, and, and they're running with it. Like, this is a this is a big deal that the Cowboys are going to be without Jason Peters for depth reasons. Is there concern about that inside the star about not having Jason Peters for this game? I mean, I think when they get into I, – I think Mike McCarthy and the offensive coaches, when they want to attack teams with the pass, which is what I think they're going to have to do this weekend against San Francisco – um, I think they prefer the lineup they went out there with against Tampa. I think they think that's their ba- their best pass protection line. Um, and I think that's why they, they chose to go that route with Tampa is because they knew they were going to throw the ball out against Tampa. So I, I'm sure they would prefer to have Jason Peters, but I don't think they feel like this is, you know, some dire position that they're in. I think they think they're just fine. Um, they, they, it's not their preference maybe uh, for how they'd want to roll out there. 
But uh, I, I think that they they trust what they have in their offensive line. I mean, uh, that, that's the offensive line they've rolled with for a lot of the you know second half after Terrence Steele got hurt. And so uh, I, I don't think that it's anything too terribly concerning. But sure, maybe they prefer it slightly more um, to to the offensive line they'll roll out there with on Sunday. But they've had to adapt several times to offensive line changes, so this won't be anything new. Okay, so you have the Niners winning. Is this a uh, Dak Prescott plays well and it's a 35-30 kind of game, or is this a low-scoring defensive slugfest? Uh, I guess in between, like 27-24, which would be keeping San Francisco under what they've averaged with Brock Purdy. They're averaging 35 points a game with him in there. Um, and But, I, I mean, I just I, I think that this is going to be a, a close game throughout. I don't think it's going to be one of these, like, last year where San Francisco got up, you know, 20 or whatever they did, and then Dallas makes it close late. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be a game of runs like that. I think it'll probably just be, you know, this is something that's pretty closely contested within a possession the entire game, and and ultimately I just think San Francisco has the edge. Bobby, uh, you know, I've had some people ask me about the, 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 the travel. I mean, and I know travel the way it is, but, you know, the do you feel like that, the Monday night game, did McCarthy or anything, did he say anything to you guys about, you know, having to play on, you know, you play on Monday night, having to play this game, such an important game. Is Has anybody kind of gone up and whispered to you? I mean, you don't have to say names or anything, but has anybody said this, this is just massively unfair? I haven't gotten a sense of massively unfair. Like, I, I don't think it's anything where it's, you know, they're, they're sitting there and pouting. And I think they obviously recognize it as this isn't advantageous. Uh, and it's not. Um, and I think that while there would be some people that were, you know, frustrated with that and complaining about that, I think that uh, there would probably be some other people inside the building who would look at it a little more soberly and say, beat Jacksonville, beat yeah. Green Bay, yeah. handle that, and we're not dealing with this. These are the repercussions of not closing out games to give us one of the top seeds. When you're the top seed, you get benefits like this. And so uh, I, I think there's some – some just frustration that it's their reality less so than I think targeted necessarily like at the league. Um, I mean, I'm sure some people are frustrated with the league, but I think the general sense is frustration with the general spot they find themselves in, in regards to the travel. Uh, but okay. It is what it is. We just got to go out there and play football. It's Bobby Belt with us here in the G bag nation. Are you going to link up with your new buddies at 97, five uh, when you're out there in San Francisco or 95, seven? <laughs> Yeah, ninety-five-seven. Uh, I don't think they'll be inviting me to Thanksgiving. No, I, I, I don't imagine that we'll, uh, we'll be sharing anything. I, I'm not even sure to be honest if they're credentialed, so I don't know. <laughs> what set you off this morning with them? What, what was it that that uh, made you so irritated? Uh, I mean, they, they just were like in the days leading up to it, and the first ten minutes of it, they were just they, they were taking subtle jabs and shots, and I, I didn't like the entire like tone of the uh, of their approach compared to some other crosstalks and I, I haven't liked their approach in you know the the two ones they did previous with this you, you know with Sean and RJ and so um I, I don't know just, just I guess frustration boiling over at, at, at did some you want to meet him at a papa dose huh did you want to meet him at a papa dose well that'd be a papa Cito's. a oh, papa is a seafood restaurant I don't eat things that come out of the water <laughs> yeah he doesn't like the seafood uh, yeah yeah so that Sorry, wouldn't happen it. Uh, not, not a not a Papacitos, but uh, you know somewhere that that ember was probably flickering this morning. So. <laughs> yeah. It was terrifically entertaining, Bobby. 
Uh, yeah, I, oh, thank you. I'm sure you had to hold yourself back a little bit there, Bob. I'm sure you had more. Oh, that you yeah, there were at it. least like six other things that I, I had ready and holstered that Sean was like, yeah, don't say that. Uh, yeah, the, the the text has your back. They the, the, Apparently, the, most of them think they were idiots. And, you know, I'd be inclined to agree with that at a time like this. What happens if if they can pressure the Cowboys and stop the defense uh, or stop the run with pretty much their, their defensive line? That's what it looked like a lot last year when the Cowboys would get into trouble. Is, mm-hmm. is that still a concern going into this game? Do you think San Francisco will, will be able to do that? Uh they they have the ability to. They're one of the better run defenses. Like I mean, they're one of the best defensive units, period, in the NFL. But I mean, their their run defense is, I think, even better than their pass defense pretty consistently. But um, I, I don't know that they'd just be able to stop the run with their their defensive line only the way a lot of teams did last year. I think this is a a more improved running game than they had in the second half of last year. And uh, you know, I would trust that they would be able to uh, put more pressure and at least have to you know have fred warner or uh you, you know al shayer like they, these guys are gonna have to you know speak for some of the stuff that's happening on the field so i, I don't think they can just dominate the trenches and and be done with it I, I, and if that's the case if that were to happen yeah dallas loses this game pretty easily do you trust the cowboys secondary and the moves they made to avoid the big plays can you stay with that strategy against san francisco uh i, I trust uh, here's what i trust i trust dan quinn to out of anybody come up with something that could potentially rattle uh, Brock Purdy and then throw him something that he, he hasn't seen before. Um, and, you know, I, I trust the way that he's mixed and matched his personnel as best he can through injuries. And so at the end of the day, I just have trust and faith in Dan Quinn to put them in the best possible position. So it, the, the question everybody's waiting for, obviously, is when will Brock Purdy get rattled? Um, which I think you saw a little bit of that against Seattle last week, even though the, the stat line looked good. I think there were times that he didn't quite look as good as he did the, the closing weeks of the regular season. But, um, yeah, I think they can – I think the Cowboys absolutely can take advantage of some things or, or you know, be prepared to put him in a, a tough position. It's just going to be a matter of does he finally break? Does he crack? Um, or, or is it one of these things where he just continues to show – you know, those nerves of steel and, and just press right through. But I, I think that Dallas has absolutely done a good job in, in getting as many contingencies in place as they can to take away some of those big passing plays. Is it more just talk or are the Cowboys really rallying around this underdog mentality? You know, and I know, yeah, McCarthy talked about that this morning, which, by the way, he's, 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 a, good, he's a good actor. I believe there's zero chance he didn't know they were underdogs heading yes. into this game. Um, but I, I think that I, – I don't know that it's so much just the underdog mentality as much as it is, you know, exercising demons and, and what they dealt with last year. I think that's more of what they're embracing is, like, we get a do-over. Like, this is a mulligan. We can make this right. And I think that's what they're more focused on rather than just how do critics view them from the outside. I think, I think it'd be reasonable given the resumes and how they both played down the stretch, whether they think San Francisco is a better team than them or not. I think they would all recognize it's probably reasonable that the outside would consider San Francisco a better team right now. But that doesn't mean that they can't beat them. It doesn't mean that San Francisco definitively is a better team. It's just you can understand where the perception comes in, that that would be the case. And so uh, I think more of what they're seizing on is just – this is an opportunity to fix something that that caused us a lot of pain this offseason. Bobby, if what would your thought be if you're sitting there in 
Santa Clara, San Jose, wherever you guys are staying, and the Giants pull the upset. What is your demeanor going into Sunday? Um, first, I, you know, I'd, I'd have to, to – I imagine I'd be shaking off a hangover Sunday morning uh, from the celebratory drinking the night before uh, watching the Giants win. But so what do you think – you and the but, Cowboys, you're on that plane and you're around all those uh-huh. guys. What, where, do you, where do you think all of a sudden does I, – I know it's a playoff game, it's focus and all that, but do, do, do you think things change – dramatically going forward knowing that maybe you can host the NFC championship game? I don't, I don't think it changes dramatically. What I think it does is it makes them, it, it's more, you know, a potential cherry on top. Cause I think they're confident that they can beat Philly in Philly if they need to. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't, I don't think they're scared of going to Philadelphia and playing the Eagles. I think they think they can handle them. And so, you know, I think it's just obviously it'd be more beneficial. Cause I mean, that's a hell of a, a, a zigzag that they've taken. You went from at home on short rest to Tennessee. Then you came back home, went to DC, came back home, went to Tampa, came back home, short rest, go to San Francisco, come back home. You then, I don't think want to go also to Philly. Like that's just a lot of crisscrossing. So yeah, if they can get that benefit, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'd be excited to see that result on Saturday night. And while they may say like, Oh, we're just focused on us. They absolutely are keeping track of the other games. They were doing it last week. And so they're, they're keeping track of what's happening. And uh, I, I think that it would be an added benefit, but I think they would feel confident whether it's AT&T stadium and the giants or, you know, the link and the Eagles, I think they feel confident that they go in there and win those games. Are you about to get all touristy on us when you, when you get out there? Have I gotten touristy on you anywhere else that I've visited, Cheech? Well, you went to Kabibbles for the cheesesteak. Ish uh, Kabibbles, right? Which, by the way, uh, Atolo sent Sean a DM of, like, some Instagram influencer who's, like, ranking their top three favorite cheesesteaks, and Ish Kabibbles was on there. So screw I saw everyone it. because yep. I, 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 uh, I I was uh, vindicated, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'll take that. But, uh, no, honestly, uh, I, I'm probably just going to, you know, uh, I'll go down to whatever hotel we're at. I'll probably find wherever the hotel bar is and just go sit and watch the Giants game and then go to bed. Bob, uh, do you agree with the theory that the Niners haven't beaten enough good teams, that, that maybe there's something about them that could be a little fraudulent as far as being truly elite? Uh, no, because I think a greater indication of the quality of a team is not necessarily the quality of your opponents, but how are you beating your opponents? And uh, they're beating teams down, and their their point differential shows that they're a good football team. And also, while they're not the, the cream of the crop or anything else, I mean, they have four victories against playoff teams since Brock Purdy went in the lineup. They may be, you know, flawed playoff teams, but they're, they they beat teams that, you know, were good enough to make the postseason. And so um, I don't I don't think that – that wouldn't be the angle that i try and cut at it is go, well, let's – let's you know, I, I feel like that would be a little bit of cognitive dissonance, like just, well, maybe they haven't played – good teams or whatever else they can only play who they played and i i mean going into that miami game there were a ton of people that were picking miami to the win to win that and san francisco went in there and absolutely beat them down even with a quarterback change so no i i think that san francisco is really really good roberto belt the beef himself on his way to san francisco for the division around this weekend is there anything else before we let you go just that I love you all. Love you too. There he goes. Bobby Bell must follow him on Twitter. Okay. Hey, Dawson. Yeah. Can I play this uh, cheesesteak audio? Because <laughs> you guys said cheesesteak. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's a Baltimore cheesesteak wrap, and this girl's like, ooh, this is a great cheesesteak. She's in Baltimore, but then it's like, it's Philly dude. He said, that's not a cheesesteak. And I like the sound of his voice. That's why I'm really playing it.
This is a cheesesteak, babe. Not that shit in Philly. There ain't no cheesesteak. That's a chicken salad. <laughs> or <a> egg salad. <laughs> there ain't no cheesesteak. You want a cheesesteak? Come to Philly. I'm going to show you where to get one. It's a voice, bro. There ain't no cheesesteak. That's a chicken salad. It's a chicken salad. <laughs> She thought a salad was a cheesesteak? <laughs> wow. A lot going on in that yeah, cut. A lot going on. <laughs> well, thank you. It is time now, uh, G-Bag Nation, to head off and do a Friday news dump. Hodgepodge, Woolchuck, and Chiafala got you covered uh, next here on 105.3 The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Segments brought to you by Soda, that's state-of-the-art, and the Frankels. If you're hurt in an accident, it's not your fault. Call the Frankels, 214-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. I'm cracking them. You know, we had What You Drink and What You Think an hour ago. Uh, the Samuel Adams NAIPA. This is a quality beverage right here, and it's it's got me a little buzzed. You know, yeah, I'm not going to lie. You know, I believe it's, it. It's a little bit of that power suggestion. Here's Woolchuck and Chio follow here with the Friday News Dump Sports Hodgepodge. Yes, sir. What's up over there? I was laughing at you talking about your credential. I'll hold it for you while you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl media party. I'll be your dad for you. I'll I'll hold on. That's a credential you can't lose. (laughs) Yeah, don't lose that They'll have to call in the FBI if you lose it. Don't lose that one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll hold it for you. I'll be your dad. I'll be your dad then. Thank you. (laughs) San Francisco Super Bowl. Bassick lost his. And they had to call the cops. Because they serious? were like, we, we can't give you another one yeah. because there's one that's unaccounted for. Yeah. Yeah. They were just, you know, security is that tight. That tight. It gets oh, annoying. No. It does. Dang, bro. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, we will be on our, uh, our we'll most just responsible behavior. Yeah. yeah we'll throw it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever we got to do. We'll see. We'll see. Thank God for uh, for Papa Broadus over there. Going to take care of us, old Chuck. I told you to stay with to your nipples. Okay. So, not a bad idea, by the way. Not a bad idea. Now, uh, this is a tradition that I was unfamiliar with. And I don't know whether or not to make fun of these guys or be jealous that we didn't think of it first. Uh, but listen to what this Giants fan is alleging that Giants fans do specifically during Eagles week. And this is a huge Giants-Eagles week here for playoff purposes. And so Giants fans, they pull out their their like, their big move. This, this, is, this is their big grand finale of what <laughs> they do in lead up. And I don't know exactly if they do it on Monday to start the week or if this is a game day wake up and, and, and make happen situation. But here's a Giants fan telling you what the male Giants fans fans do by way of tradition for Eagles week share this with you just for a chuckle 
All the male giant fans, what we do secretly before we play the Eagles is, you know, that Easter egg dye, all the different color Easter egg dye, you dye the Easter eggs with. There's a certain organ that only men have that we dye our organ with the blue Easter egg dye. And then Um, that's like uh, a secret, you know, thing that we have going and it helps us prevail. The Easter egg dye is going to be out in force secretly and we're pulling out all the stops. What in the world? Now, I don't know if they actually do pull out all the stops nah, here, yeah. or if they just completely keep this to themselves. But but they, they either, the, it's show and tell time. But we're at the old somewhere at the stadium, right? Is that when you're kind of maybe at the waving it around? Well, the urinal thing. Like, would that be <laughs> oh, where, yeah, like, yeah. you're taunting the Eagles fans? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're standing there, and like you're an Eagles guy, and you look down, and like, whoa, yeah, that dude. what's up, Jill? Yeah. But how long have we been football fans, NFC um, East? Uh, we know what goes down in this division. It's bizarre. No, we've bro. never heard of this, right? This no. is insane. That's strange. And I want to make fun of them, but I, there's a part of me that's like, man, if this was a Cowboys thing, me and Walchuck would love to probably. I want to know how they do it. I know. Do you need help? Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you like put it in a coffee cup for a while? Three minutes or something? Let it sit. That's yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the soak time what here? Do you <laughs> yeah, is that a? Is it's it, you gotta get a, soak, bro. Do you get into a low plank? What are you with like doing? a salad bowl? Yeah. yeah, that's a good call. Is yeah. this like push-up position? Yeah, I think Wolchek, you use one of those little cups. Say, is the dentist's office, right? Those little bitty, like you oh. rinse your mouth out. Oh, oh, for Walt Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just a little shot glass? You no, know, no, it's like the, you know, when, you go to the, when you go to the dentist, they give you the I mean, little drink. Dip, and, you know, are you drink. speaking from experience yeah, over there? I don't know, you know. Good I don't Lord. Know. <laughs> and how do you know the other cast, like, if they did it? That's you might be I'm the saying. only one that did it. It might be a joke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Let me see, dog. Let me yeah. show you mine. If you show me yours. Yeah, you missed a little spot right there. You missed a spot. Everybody's standing around the tailgate. Like, the yeah. one guy that actually did it, they're like, what a fool. You know, like, yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> I did it. We were joking, bro. I want to know the genesis of this. Like, at what point did the light bulb yeah. go off for a Giants fan and think, here's how we get them, guys? Yeah. We yeah. just, uh,. We go blue balls. We volunteer uh, blue balls into our lives. That's commitment, I guess. My gosh, man. That is pretty impressive. You're not the only team I that think I'd be willing blue to do that. in the league, boys. I'll go silver for a bet payoff if I'm wrong. You're going to have to prove <laughs> that <laughs> before. <laughs> Holy hell. I like the idea. I don't know. Are we making fun of this, or are we slightly jealous that we didn't come up with it first? I'm more so making fun of it. I'm definitely okay. making fun yeah. of it. Okay. It's Very hilarious. Yeah, I, think, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's and, hilarious. And, and by the way, and Lucius, you saw the video. This is like a 50 to 60-year-old man. ass man, oh, these bro. Are these what? are old dudes yeah. putting their saggy schwanzes. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't be at a YMCA in New York for the next 48 <laughs> hours. Ryan's off that play. locker room, bro. He was a- proud, too. Like, you would have had me. My face would have been pixelated. <laughs> yeah. My voice would have been changed like this. But like, you know, on game day, we, we die our dogs. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible oh man yeah that, that's right the 682 a lot of little giants making it appear. a lot of little giants <laughs> well done yes that's yes. fantastic okay well we go to uh former nfl defensive lineman Derek wolf who did some badassery apparently well, he hunted and killed a massive mountain lion that was accused of terrorizing a city and he did it with his bare hands. In Colorado. No, not with his bare hands, which would have been badass. But he is a Super Bowl 50 champion with the Denver Broncos. But he claims he hunted and killed this massive mountain lion with a bow and bleeping arrow in Colorado. He shared the photo on his Instagram account. Dang. And I guess 
this mountain lion was just wreaking havoc in a rural neighbor, neighborhood in Colorado. So Derek Wolf just took it upon himself, takes the bow and arrow. The mountain lion apparently killed two dogs, a mule deer, and Wolf claimed in his post that this woman requested his services and was nervous about what this mountain lion would, would do next. So Wolf said, I'll take care of this. Goes out there, tracks it down, bow and arrow style, just boom, boom. Takes care of this. Thing. Oh gosh, that's one of the most kick-ass things I've ever heard in my entire life. It's bro. unbelievable. This thing's huge. He put on for his city yes. in a real, real way. It's like, unbelievable. And, he, and, he, and you do it with the last name Wolf. So like, there was instant pressure put on you through birth that you have to be like an alpha testosterone. Like you, you are the guy that we turn yeah. to as a village when there is a, a a wolf or whatever it is. What was this again? A bear? Mountain lion. Mountain, mountain lion on the loose. Yeah, so, like, like, you're the guy we're turning. Too, bro. Is this like a wolf signal in the air to get you know to get him out there? Yeah, how do they? Yeah, how do they it's like Batman. It's you know, a, oh, is this mountain lion stalking livestock or kids or something yeah, like that? I mean, yeah, he killed two dogs. He Mule killed deer. a deer. Mm. So I guess they were scared in the area of of what they would do. A deer? He's supposed to kill a deer. Yeah. I, I yeah. I don't know, but don't get mad at him for eating what he's supposed to eat. Yeah. Eight one seven says they hunt they hunt mountain lions all the time in Colorado. It sounds badass for us here in Dallas, but okay. bow and arrow style. But and this is the way, same guy. Remember Derek Wolf after a loss he took with the Broncos years ago, and the media asked him like, "What are you going to do to bounce back from this?" And his only response was, "Well, first thing tomorrow morning." I'm doing heavy back squats. He was a heavy back squat. He said, I don't know what the rest of my teammates are doing, but I'm coming in here on, on our day off, and I'm doing heavy back squats. Freaking legendary. Well, from That's one who he is. animal death uh, to another, you guys know who Michael Bay is. Michael uh, Bay. Oh, explosions. Yeah. yeah, it's just Transformers. Transformers direct fire. If there's lots of explosions unnecessarily over and over and over again, it's a Michael Bay film. Uh, Armageddon, I thought for that example. was a Notre Dame basketball coach that just recently retiring. Well, there you go. Uh, but according to the rap, Michael Bay allegedly is being sued for killing a pigeon during the filming of Ryan Reynolds' movie Six Underground while in Rome. So according to an insider with knowledge of this production, a homing pigeon was allegedly <laughs> killed by a dolly in the middle of a take in Rome. Yeah. And an unnamed individual who happened to be on set apparently witnesses the incident took a picture, and reported it to Italian authorities. Bay and his legal team have made three different attempts in the past year to throw the case out of court because Bay was the director of the film during production, but he's being held responsible. Italian authorities gave Bay the option to settle and pay a small fine, which he declined to do. Yeah. He said, we have clear video evidence. A multitude of witnesses well, and safety officers refute these claims. I mean, what the hell do you well, want me to do? It was an accident. Yeah, well, no, you go get Randy Johnson's lawyer. That guy, no, like, he, he smoked a bird, you know what I mean? Poof. Yeah, he smoked he that bird. How, rid yeah. how ridiculous is yeah. this? Yeah. We're suing somebody for killing a pigeon. Yeah, there is precedent, though, thanks to the big unit. You're right. uh, yeah. If you're Michael Bay, you're saying, listen, man, this is this yeah. is collateral damage. Oh, 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 this, is, this is the pigeon's fault, okay? He should have seen the giant crane or whatever it was, Dolly, that took him out. And you'd think normally that pigeon would have flown away. You Maybe he had a broken wing. Damn he couldn't lift off the ground. Maybe they're guy. feeding the pigeons out there, so they're getting used to the people. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Mary Poppins. Be.
Too friendly. Tup, it's a bag. Like the yeah. like the Home Alone lady? Yeah. Lost yeah. in New York? Oh, the pigeon lady. You know she's pissed about this. Oh, she is. She's Maybe she's the, the one on suing. This whole deal. It's like a relative think, of the uh, Mike Home Tyson, and he pissed too. He raised pigeons, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what got him I, to start boxing. How about that? Somebody killed his pigeon, ripped the head off of it. Yeah. It's a very good Michael Bay, like, opens his door. Mike. Julius was his name, by the way. <laughs> Julius the... Uh, you imagine that? Like, you're, you're Michael Bay. I haven't seen Julius in a while, though, but I don't know where he is. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, He's laying over here. He's laying oh, over here. Yeah. Is he, is he yeah, still passed out? He's from, still passed out. I thought he went to baby dolls with you the other night, Walter. Uh, I, he was there for a little bit, and then he took off. I don't know what the hell his deal is. Okay, I'm still uh, thinking about these guys that are grown men that dye their dongs blue. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I'm just i thinking about, like, is that the saddest shower you ever take when, when inevitably the Eagles beat you because yeah, you're the Giants? Yeah, you see the blue coloring coming <laughs> out. Like, I blew myself. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> that's their that's their tradition is, is, is blueing themselves. <laughs> I'm blueing. You have Archibald. I don't know why we lost, honey. I blew myself and everything. Everything. What all my friends did too. <laughs> the problem is they didn't. It was just you. Yeah. You're the butt of the joke. Yeah. Last week, someone posted Frank, a Snapchat. Frank. It's always a Frank too. Somebody someone posted Frank. a Snapchat Snapchat picture that featured uh, Arch Manning student ID. Yeah. Apparently, and maybe it was Bennett. Bennett, yeah. But Archibald Manning is dropping his student ID all over campus at the University of Texas. Did he do it again? Austin. Yeah, he's done this a couple of times. Twice? So he's misplaced this thing for the second time, at least, in less than a week. He better be careful if on he's the, going to a Super Bowl. It's on, a bit. Yeah. It's a bit now. On Monday, somebody turned it into the athletics office for the second time. Mm. So people are just finding Arch Manning's student ID and just turning I'm it in. I'm not turning it in. That's a, like, I'm, yeah, I'm keeping yeah. that, bro. I would have kept it, too. Yeah, I might frame it. Look yeah. at this. I have Arch Manning's student ID. Yeah. I mean, very nice students there at UT. Maybe they, they're just, they don't know who he is, but what the hell? Uh, I can't believe that he just is losing this thing left and right. Maybe you get a lanyard or something. I did dude. lose a debit card, uh, two of them once, over the course of 10 days. <laughs> and my, my bank wouldn't believe me that I needed a third one. And they thought for sure it was a scam. And they, they made me jump through like six different hoops. Took forever. Was this the start of you realizing that you need to retire uh, from the booze? <laughs> this was like a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. wow. It, ha- oh, it happened no. during the pandemic. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is post-retirement. No, yeah, it, it wasn't leaving them at bars, which is, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's no. the obvious thing. Yeah. Oh, dang no, it, the, I left it. The great thing about. Machine at one time. I, I haven't lost a pair of sunglasses since uh, since I retired. That's what that is right there. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, everything else has stayed about the same except for the sunglasses. I used to I used to have to buy like a new pair every six months. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, that's why drunks wear cheap sunglasses. There you go. Because they're always falling off yeah. and being left somewhere. Arch Manning also, he on LinkedIn, he just put his uh observations, his University of Texas observation uh through two weeks. He says, uh, number one, everyone everyone wants to help out when you misplace your student ID. Okay. <laughs> number goes. two, everything is bigger in Texas. The asses. Hmm. I thought he went over to maybe uh, Bennett's uh, fraternity I, house I or think something. The, I think Bennett, has a, cl- fans I think Bennett has a class with him. Really? Bennett, yeah, Bennett's eating crawfish right now. I'll text him and ask him that. Oh, Bennett's got a class with him. I think he has a class. Bennett said something like, yeah, he, he was in a class with him or something like that. Tell yeah. him we all recommend that if he's the one that finds the next lost Arch Manning just ID, just keep to it? pocket that back. Yeah, I think, I, well, I'll, I'll let him know. Collector's item. Number three, Arch Manning. Uh, Austin, Texas is the coolest city I've ever been to. Huh. He loves he's it. He's from Mississippi, That's right? Yeah. That's yeah. Weed. 
Or no, he's New, from New Louisiana. Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, okay. New Orleans wow. kid. Shots yeah. fired at your spot there then. Oh, kind of right New Orleans, yeah. Uh, number four, you can get in Mardi playing Gras. shape just walking across campus. That's Bennett says that a lot. It's yeah. quite a stroll. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it quite is. a stroll. Okay. Yeah, yeah it quite is. a stroll. Number five, Arch Manning observation two weeks into his uh, 40 acres opportunity at UT. I'm already slipping some y'alls and fixin' twos into my vocabulary. There you go. Hmm. That'll get you to fit right in. And number six, this is home. Can't wait to get on that field. Hashtag hook em. Hook em. At least until Quinn Ewers dominates. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll see about spring uh, <laughs> spring practice going down. If you lose that ID, they might be losing you. <laughs> yeah, 214. Even I have better pocket awareness than Arch Manning. Whoa. That is well played. <laughs> Good well call, played. Yeah. I'll be here all night, folks. Yeah. Got a little Andy Reid record-breaking situation for you, Broadus, oh, over there. Hell yes, we do. Andy, uh, that'd be cool if Andy get we get the Super Bowl with Andy. That'd be fun. He's got the potential Andy. fifth straight AFC Championship game. They win tomorrow, uh, but also twentieth postseason victory of all time is on the line. Yeah, should make him tied with Tom Landry. Whoa, oh, Tom, the only NFL coach that Reid trails is Bill Belichick. How many Bill Belichick playoff victories are under that belt? Thirty-eight. Well, you get the number with. <laughs> got to have the number with uh, Tom Brady. How many has he got? Right. Yeah, Brady's got. Uh, but Brady's won yeah, like upwards of a buttload, I believe. Thirty. Thirty-six. Thirty-five. Yeah. Thirty-one playoff victories oh. for Bill Belichick. Okay. So uh, even Andy Reid, who is going to get number twenty tomorrow, will be eleven behind the goat. And he's a dang good coach. Thank you, Chief. Yeah, I'd take either one. Yeah, it is the G Bag Nation here on 1053. The fan 214 hooker still in your debit card doesn't count as losing. <laughs> I don't know where they went, dude. That was Hugh Freeze. I, I lost general. another one a couple of weeks ago. I think I must have left it in an ATM card, but that was a different card. That, that wasn't my actual debit, so I, I just. You know, that that one's gone. I just straight up canceled the cash app. <laughs> All righty. We got to run, Nation. When we come back, we're cross-talking with the Get Right. See what Reggie and KG have cooking here next. Welcome back, Nation. Hope you're having a good one. And uh, it's time now to cross-talk with the Get Right. See what Reggie and KG have cooking. Now, I do want to pass along a headline. We were talking about this a couple of days ago, and there's an update. University of Michigan fired the co-offensive coordinator, Matt Weiss. This was the report of a computer access crime. The only clarification, there, there were clauses in his contract for uh, morality and felonies. And in a statement, the AD said that the termination came after a review. It added the school would not comment any further. Uh, he has been the co-coordinator for uh, one season with the school. But it's kind of a mystery right now exactly uh, what was it. Like computer access crimes, that's usually when you Google it, it's hacking into like uh, a, a, a place where you can manipulate data or steal data in in the event of uh, of of committing a crime. But other than that, have have you guys heard anything about what he might have done? No, I mean, I, and I reached out to some Michigan people that are like media people, and they're like, ah, not sure what's going on there, that kind of thing. Man, this guy just lost. That's an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar year job he just lost. Bruh. Wow. I mean, and, you know, Harbaugh's tick that his uh, assistants aren't getting paid enough right now. Well, the thing about it is, though, do you think it? They're not changing grades, he is a are they? Sick puppy. I could see changing <laughs> grades, but um, but if you're a football coach, you're not but, changing grades, and the FBI wouldn't right. be involved. Okay. No, oh. this is just you're fired. Yeah. I mean, right now it's a felony investigation with some sort of morality clause clause tied in there. Oh. It does not look good. Um, 
You know, I, mm. I, I imagine he has much bigger concerns than the yeah. eight hundred fifty thousand if it's if it's gotten this big already. Yeah. As uh, Reggie and KG sit down now with us here in studio, getting set for the get right coming up seven to nine. Did we have Boomer again tonight? Seven to nine. Yeah, man. Kick yeah, off with yeah. Boomer and Valenti. Boomer, Boomer in one of his fifteen thousand jobs he's got. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. the good news is I have some terrific NA beers in the fridge, the Sam Adams uh, NA IPA. So if you want to crack them, have at it. You know, it's a fantastic beverage. Appreciate right here, that, man. Thank you. You gonna you gonna take part in that? You gonna imbibe a little bit? No, I'm gonna stick with my sparkling water. Mm, sparkling, yeah, love it. Where are the 49ers amongst the top rivals of these Cowboys here that we're facing them now? Two playoff games in a row. Like in the playoffs or just in general? Just in general. Where are they rel- relative to the Packers, to the, to your uh, your division rivals? I'd say they would be fourth. Eagles, Giants, Commanders, 49ers. They've moved ahead of the Packers. Uh, Yeah, because I think there's been more at stake between these two teams than there has been overall. I mean, you've had your historical matches with the Cowboys and the Packers, Ice Bowl, you know. Yeah. In a, you know playoff games, but San Francisco and Dallas, like that's you got the catch. You got <laughs> so, yep. so many iconic Are moments, you, so many things yeah. over decades. Are you just talking about playoff rivals or just rivals? In well, that's general? what I was asking, like in general or just like overall. And he was saying, you know, in in general, big picture. I think some yeah. people consider the Niners your biggest rival. I would say, I me personally, I would go Packers, Niners, and then Eagles. Okay, is what I would do. Wow. Okay. Now, now Wolchuk, I know you didn't have family that played uh, for the Cowboys, but you are a passionate <laughs> Cowboys fan. That, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Good, thank important you. clarification. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. Oh, it means more wow. to me, General. It means more yeah. to me. That's oh, right. No. I appreciate that. You just that. wouldn't understand. Always about about KG. Yeah, exactly. Niners? Of course. One? No, four, Eagles are five. one. Eagles are one for me. I hate Philly, man. Definitely. Eagles are Eagles are one. But, I, say, but yeah, I mean I think Philly hates you more than they than you hate them. Yeah, but if you're Cowboys fans, don't you say that about all of them? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no, no. Maybe. I, I I tell you what, I think there's some really I think there's some ser- I think there's some serious respect for Packer fans, but they hate you too. Yeah. Packers and Cowboys, they they, they hate that goes. That goes back to Lombardi days. Well, the Steelers, yeah. too. There. I mean, the Steelers, Steelers is a big one. Steelers are big, Rob, but you don't get to see them all the time. Yeah. But when but when they play, I mean, it it is a big no, deal. No, no, you're not wrong For about sure. It, but, I mean, but you're right. I mean, because it's once every, what, yeah. four years? I knew in the 70s, and, you know, yeah, that But, was yeah, tough. I mean, I personally do have Eagles won, and a lot of it probably has to do with the fact that, you know, with my age group, they just kind of kicked our ass for yeah, a long time. That was rough about 20 years and ago. And then finally, yeah. it's like, okay, now the rivalry's really getting, because now the Cowboys are good and the Eagles are good. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd probably still go with the Eagles won. But, but I think, yeah, the, the 49ers are probably right around there. With, I might even put the Niners ahead of Washington because Washington really hasn't been much of a rivalry. They haven't been very good over the last 20 you, years or so. You have, like, I think the Packers and the 49ers, you have legendary games. Right, yeah. I agree. Like yeah. NFL films, like, wow, I'm going to sit down and watch this game from 1967. Yeah, 100%. You know, and up until recently, I yeah. probably would have had the Packers ahead of the Niners because you've had, like, 2014, 2016. You've had more games, even in the regular season, Yeah, with back and with, forth with the Packers. But now having two back-to-back years with the Niners, now you've kind of got that brewing back up. I'll tell you what, man. There was a time there where the Cowboys owned the Eagles. Until Dick Vermeule came along, and then all of a sudden that kind of fell apart, and then Andy Reid came up, came around and got it back going back again, <laughs> yeah. where he just owned Dallas. Well, looking forward to the get right. I'm sure you guys have plenty of uh, great Cowboys content coming up. Something to timestamp here. Top of the hour. Uh, what are the keys to victory for the Cowboys against San Francisco on Sunday? Shoot, yeah, boy, here they come. Yeah, they man. get right.
Reggie and KG. Thanks to Lucius Alexander there in the Pimp Cup. Another fantastic week of sports radio producing. Uh, Carter Freeman and broadcasting. Uh, Carter Freeman, coordinate your video. You got uh, Wolchuk and Shia following Brian Broaddus, and I'm Gavin Dawson. Till Monday at 2. Let's go, Cowboys. You're going home with the G-Bag Nation. At ease. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.